We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. This podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators. Podcasts by educators. For more great content, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN. Follow the hashtag PrincipalPLN or at PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at PrincipalPLN.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to listening to the Principal PLN podcast, episode 87. Happy New Year to everybody. We're back yeah. three times in a row, like within a month. Hey, you guys. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, so I listened to you while I was on my trip to nowhere. Actually, while I was on my back trip from nowhere. And Spike, float? Uh, sensory deprivation chamber? What? What? <laughs> Please? <laughs> like, I... I think Teresa said, I have so many questions. And in the car too, I was like, what is he talking about? Yeah. Um, did you do this weird thing? I did. I did. Okay. In fact, we everything that I, yeah, I was going to say everything. I, I, I'm pretty proud of myself. Like everything I set out to do over my winter break, I did. Um, to the yeah, I saw part. you went for a, you went for a hike yesterday. I went for a couple hikes. Yeah. Um, probably didn't spend as much time on the couch as I wanted to, cause I do, I'm a believer of couch time, <laughs> but, um, one of the things that I've been wanting to try for a long time is, uh, floating or like a sensory deprivation tank. So what it is, hold, hold is, on a second. All right. Can we just, okay. First question. Why have you wanted to do this? <laughs> like, like so many, <laughs> I've always wanted to go into sensory deprivation. Okay. 
So I've heard it on a few podcasts. I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan podcasts, and he talks about it a lot. Um, is he the guy that did that? That did that show that everybody ate the crazy things? Yes. Yeah. Fear Factor. Oh. Right. Yeah. Then that's that would definitely. Um, we don't that have any interest. Go do something. Yeah, like but it's not. Yeah, it's more of like a relaxation type of thing. And then as I've done like like yoga and meditation and stuff, and I've met a lot of people in that community. Um, I've also heard other people talking about it. So I've, I've really wanted to try it. So what it is, um, it's not like, it's, it's almost like you go into a place, right? And they have like, a lot of times, like they'll do massages there. They do yoga, they do all, all types of things. And then they have these sensory deprivation tanks. And the one I went to was like, you go in, you, you have to get a shower before you go in. And then you open up this like, like chamber door and then you go in it's almost like a big bathtub if if i can give you that kind of visual like it was like a big bathtub but you could stand up in it. basically you just kind of put these these things in your ear so you don't like um so, so you don't get like water in your ear and then you lay down in this water that is the same temperature as you are and there's tons of salt in it. So um, you just lay down, you hit this button, and then all of a sudden they, uh, this woman comes on and starts talking to you about your float experience. And then they play like a little bit of music and then slowly the lights go out and then there's no lights and it's just like kind of ambient music and you just lay there. I would fall asleep <laughs> within 35 seconds. And that's Did what a lot of people do. I didn't. I, I had that's I an had expensive a nap. Well, it was four, it was forty dollars. <laughs> well, so that's the other thing. It really wasn't I paid like, for a nap. Um, but so you're getting more like, benefits than just. Does it like detoxify your body with the salt water? I think yeah, the does salt like yeah, the salt like um, I guess properties of the salt like go into you, and that kind of that helps you out as well. So there's there's that benefit as well. So there's the relaxation and then there's the, you know, laying in the salt water. Cause so, salt is like a natural, I think, you know how like they always say like, like when you go to the shore or the beach or something like that, like, you know, you, you have less, you know, less stress and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's part of it as well. Okay. So one of my big questions, closed or no clothes? No clothes. None at all? None at all. Like, because you're in there by yourself. That's what they say. You should be like, I mean, you can, you could, you know, if you wanted to wear a bathing suit, I guess you could, but like. What if someone drowns? Well, it's only about like 12 or 15 inches of water. So it's. If you fall asleep, that is enough to drown. But there's but the salt. The floating. salt. You're floating, floating. the whole time. You're literally floating on top of the water. So many. So many questions. Keep them coming. Um, wow! I, and, but you said there's so there's music playing. It's like ambient, like background music, or you could you could turn that off too and just literally have nothing. So the first time I went in, well, I've only done it once. Was you know you just <laughs> lay there and just listen to this you know sort of music, and then you know like I worked on like breathing exercises, and I just kind of like you and know, you stayed just, awake the whole time. I did. I didn't fall asleep, That's but a lot of people do. Like. Yeah. 
they say it like takes a couple times sometimes to get yourself acclimated to the whole situation. I can barely stay awake in a movie theater. I, <laughs> I was just gonna say, I I the last 10 minutes of yoga. <laughs> okay, so if you wanna try something new, try hot yoga. I, no. I've, I've done hot yoga, that is great. That is so calming. I hate, I hate to sweat. I hate, like, I, I hate it. It is, we were talking about, before the podcast started, we were talking about the cold. I would rather stand outside in 45 below than stand in a room that's 110 degrees. I, I can't. My body hates it as I drink my hot coffee. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's that, um, there, there's a lot of, like, like, the opposite of, like, all this, like, hot stuff. There's also, like, cold immersion therapy or something like that where you, like, have you no. heard of this stuff, like, like you go into like a cryo chamber. <laughs> well, I will and, say and, when when I was, you know, training for a half marathon on the long run days, I would go back home and I would go in an ice bath, which sounds horrible. Yeah. Yes, and I hate no, the cold, but I did like my body needed that. Yeah. That's supposedly really good for you. And it like kind of I don't know, it gets like something going where you start burning like different types of fat because of the cold. So yeah, there's a lot of people who do that or they go into these like cryo chambers where it's like it's extremely cold and you're in there for like two or three minutes, but it supposedly like helps you to like like your body like um like with inflammation and stuff, like it helps to like Oh sure curtail yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder because like I although me I guess maybe maybe Doing hot yoga wouldn't be so bad because I'm thinking I hate to sweat, but I hate to sweat when I'm sitting still. Do you know when I was when I did it, Teresa? It like I really didn't sweat much at all. I thought I would have to take a shower afterwards because I am a huge sweater, um, and I really didn't. Really? Yeah. No. Maybe that'll be on my list for 2018. You should try it. Yeah. There's like Bikram yoga is a hot yoga. I think the room is like 105, 110 degrees, and um, but it's a dry heat. <laughs> <laughs> I love when people, well, you, yeah, I was gonna say, you live in Arizona, right? Did. did people say that? Is it really a dry heat? It I is, mean? yeah, it's a dry heat. I don't so, I went to that. Phoenix for a conference this year, and <clears throat> I spent a week there, and I had never been, and it was like 95, 96, which apparently was very cool. I was there during monsoon season, which I didn't realize Arizona had. They which get all excited. It's not yeah, a big It's deal like a rain. rain. <laughs> it just rains, and they yeah. call it monsoon. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the ground doesn't absorb it, so they no. have to wait. They have to wipe it off, like with those squeegees. There's no gutters either. <laughs> there's no gutters, so it like awesome. the roads will flood. Yeah. Um, it was people awesome. will call into work. <laughs> the the last day I was there, it was 114. And I'll tell you what, dry heat, whatever. It was hot. It was hot, <laughs> like, yes. It felt like my skin was burning. Yeah. One of over 100, it, it's all the same. Okay, but so let's go to the other extreme. I had shared with you both this morning, my hometown in Minnesota is 45 below zero before the wind chill. Like, how do... So there, just just to, to clarify, there are places in the U.S. that don't use a wind chill. So can you explain what a wind chill is? Oh, well, just when there's a lot of wind, <laughs> it factors into the temperature and it feels colder than it actually is. So it is negative 45, and then you factor in the wind chill, and it feels, mo like, worse than 
I don't, I don't even know what it is with their wind chill right now, but it's like ridiculous. So how long does that last for? Like, are they they've doing been, that the whole winter? They've been, no, no. When I left there, I think it was negative 15 and we were like, we're getting out of here. Um, and we beat this craziness. No, I think they've got a few days of this chaos. And then it'll get back to normal, like zero or something. Yeah, zero might be more normal. So That's you've lived great. in like, in really extreme, like, yes. so you grew up in Minnesota, but then you also lived in Arizona. Like yes. those are kind of polar opposites. Yes. I'm in like an average place right now. Wisconsin is average? Wisconsin. Well, for temperature, it's not 45 below zero. It's average in, in the fact that it's not extreme. Yeah. It, oh, it's okay. only negative one here right now. Come on. <laughs> right. Come on. <laughs> Shoot. So speaking of being in the middle of nowhere, um, having all this time off, um, Spike, you found relaxation with hiking and floating in a deprivation chamber. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I just... It's, it's going to take a little while to I mean, to good for in. you. That was just awesome. I just don't know anybody. Yeah. Who's, I'm yeah, sure there's going to be a lot of like listeners who are like, listen, I've done float tanks. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're going to be floating. All right. How about you, Teresa? Have you... Over the break? Mm, yes and no. We spent, I got to spend a lot of time with friends. And so we traveled to Kentucky. Um, we just got back yesterday to go visit some friends. And um, it's like three and a half hours from where I live in Michigan. So it's not horrible. Oh, um, that's nice. Yeah, it was nice. And then, um, you know, just, just catching up with some people. But I, I still have another week off. Nice. Well, it is, but. I'm jealous it, of that. Yeah, don't be. Because by January 8th, like. You're all going to go stir crazy? Yeah, everybody's going to lose their minds. Because it's also below below zero here. So you can't go outside, really. Um, and the kids are here. And they're, you know, it's it's too, it's too long. <laughs> it's too long. <laughs> so, so I do have another little bit of time. Because my husband took the whole, the week off before, like, until January 3rd. Because of the way that holidays fall. You know, most people only had to take a couple of days off to get a week. So he took some time off. So we had like, we had time to just catch up and hang out with the kids. But the next week will be a little bit more just unplugging. And I, I want to read. I did some writing, which was nice. Um, I'm trying to think of all the things Spike and I talked about last week. I haven't read anything, which is okay. Oh, I am uh, reading Culturize, which you had talked about. That book is yeah. awesome. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it's such a great book. And then, um, so I'll, my my next week is reading and couch time because it's important. It's very important. That is important. Yeah. Do you know but what I'm gonna I'm gonna um, um, make couch time even better if you have the right <laughs> pair of pajamas. Like I got the best like snuggly fleece pajamas for Christmas, and just to spend the whole day in those pajamas on the couch, oh. Heaven. It's amazing. Like, I don't need a vacation to Cancun or anything. I just need that. My with husband coffee. bought me, but with coffee. That's right. My husband bought me the most comfortable sweatpants for Chris. I don't own like I own probably fifteen pairs of yoga pants, or at least I used to. 
and then I wore them so much that I like I put them on the other day and I put my my foot through them like through the seam right through it. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> my son was like, oh. he goes, he goes, oh that's sad. <laughs> like I know, pal, I know. <laughs> Mom's crying too, so so I got a new a new pair of black comfortable yoga pants and then these amazing sweatpants that are like. They, they feel like you're wearing a teddy bear on the inside. Like they're so comfortable and I've worn them every chance I get. So Jess, I, I totally hear you. They're ma it's amazing. It's amazing. It's the way to a lady's heart. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so what about you? Fancy things. Yeah. So I have, um, we went to, you know, the, the North pole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a full day, like 11 hour drive. Wow. We only stayed there for two days because my husband has his own um, business. He's, he makes custom PC computers and like everybody is trying to get in their computer purchases before the end of the tax season. So we had to leave really early and come back so that he could deal with that drama going on. Um, but I know you guys talked about me unplugging and part of it is because my cell service doesn't work up there. <laughs> <laughs> and the internet is sketchy where we're at. But I have to tell you, so I tried this new app called Off Time. Have either of you tried this? No. No. So it's like it it like um it can track the time on your phone, like oh, that was my dog, sorry. Um, it can track like how you're using your phone, like how much time you spend on Facebook and whatever. And I realized like I could be reading on my my um phone or on my kindle app or i can be doing you know different things but how many times i grab my phone and look at flipping facebook i was like right. this is ridiculous something needs to happen here so i downloaded this app and um you can schedule it for off time um you can you know just start it like it's my off time and it will it won't let you do anything on your phone wow like each time you try to click it it'll give you this little message like are you sure you want to do that? Like you have more strength than that or whatever. Oh, that's cool. Um, but, but my problem was I thought I could have it like just, I just wanted to block Facebook. It blocked everything. So like I could see I got a text message and I couldn't get my text message until wow. my office was done. But I do want to explore this further just because it helps. What's it called again? Off time. Off time. Okay. And I don't know if it matters, but it has parentheses around it. So I have one called realized and it's like the word realized without an E at the okay. end. So realize okay. with a D and it's similar. It's got, it tells you how many times you've picked up your device. Oh okay. yeah. This is, yeah and then like that. the interval of how long between like average pickups and then the longest amount of time that you've used. And then it gives you these insights that are like, um, which activities you did same kind of same idea. So each, this is kind of cool. It gives you, um, it gives you like a little graph of your day, and Ooh, it shows like you the that. blue blocks represent five-minute time blocks, and the darker the red square is, the more you've used it in that time. Mm. So it's kind of a a cool graphic representation of of what you're doing. But it's it's like on Friday, Friday we were, or on Thursday we were driving, and I had 101 pickups on my phone <laughs> because you figure. <laughs> Between driving and um, like texting the people that you're going to see and catching up on email and things like that, it's but it it's a it's a pretty well it's just it's ridiculous how much yeah. time we mm -hmm. can put in our phone. 
Um, and actually, um, so I was just chatting about this with um, uh, Jessica Cabine. Um, we had listened to, uh, it was a year or two ago, um, a podcast where they were challenging people to like, um, you know, take a step back from their phone. Um, mm -hmm. And the podcast, oh, it's, it's Manoush Zambrodi. It's the Note to Self podcast. Oh, yeah. And she has a book out now after that experience of people, you know, um, taking these, this challenge with her. And the book is called Bored and Brilliant, I think. Um, and it's about that, about trying to take back your life from all of the flipping time you spend on the phone. So that's a book I just ordered in addition. But that the challenge in that, um, you know, had things like um, decluttering your phone so that all you see on your phone is like your picture of your family and all of the apps are not on that main screen. Like, I mean, look at uh, your phone. Yeah. How many yeah. apps do you have that are just clutter there that are just stupid or do you just go click on something to scroll and waste your time just because it's there but really you don't need it that's a great call yeah, i that is there was, there was a um we were somebody was talking i can't even remember who it was and it was i feel like it was forever ago but we were talking about clearing off apps because i go through probably once a month and i start looking through my folders and if i haven't used an app it's gone because i i download a ton of them going oh that would be really cool or i bet i could use this for this or i need to check it out and then i don't use it so i delete it so it's gone but i can't remember who it was who said that they actually just and i don't i don't know that i could do this but it's an interesting idea that you just go through and factory reset your phone oh god i couldn't do that put things back on as you need them mm, okay. no see i don't know how i have an android so i can just put all of the apps like in the app side of the phone whereas my yeah. main screen you know i can leave blank i don't know how to explain it other than that you can do that on an iphone too but what you have you have to have one app on the main screen so you've oh, got to, you have you to create have to, those pages right or whatever. So yeah you can do it so that you set you put one app on that screen and it just shows up in the top corner and then the rest of it is is open and available but that's a great that's a great yeah, my, I, I would be curious i think my engagement is really high in the morning and that's probably the worst time to be on your phone i don't know like i just i wake up and i just like graze especially like when like i'm off you know but it but it's turned into like most days and then it just takes me a little bit longer to get out of bed um, just going through and looking at stuff. And then I find another time is probably a not good time either is at like when I'm getting ready to go to bed, you know, and you know, they say that you're supposed to like limit your screen time, like for a few hours, even before bed and yada, yada, yada. But, and then when you wake up in the morning, you probably shouldn't, the first thing you should be doing is not looking at your phone. But hence, I think that's probably my two biggest engagement times. So I went to, I had my yearly physical earlier this month. And when I went to my doctor, I was like, listen, I'm not, I'm, anyone who knows me knows that I am a world champion sleeper. Okay. I can, I can sleep <laughs> for 15 hours at a time and not, not think anything of it. Like that sleeping is, is one of my favorite pastimes, <clears throat> but I, I couldn't, I wasn't sleeping through the night at all. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm really struggling because I'm going to bed at, you know, laying down at 930 and trying to go to sleep and I'll go to bed, 
but then I can't stay asleep. I'm up all night. I'm, I'm 2 a.m. My brain's going crazy. And one of the big things he said was not only to limit your, limit your, your screen time while you're in bed, getting ready to go to sleep, but for the small amount of time before it, he's like, so an hour before you go to sleep, don't watch TV. He's like, read a book, read whatever it is that you want to read, not on a device and just get, start calming your right, you know, with a pen and paper, just do something that gets away from the screens to help you go to sleep. And I thought that was really that. I mean, you hear it all the time, but he said it again. And I thought, Oh, mm -hmm. probably should listen this time. Yeah. I tried that last night and you know what? I, sometimes I'm having these problems and I, I don't know. It's like, maybe it's stress. I don't know. But like, I'll go to sleep and like, say it's nine 30. I'm like, okay, this is great. I'm going to go to bed early. And then I wake up and I think it's like five in the morning, but it's yeah. really like 1130. I, and I'm like, oh no. no. So then I was <laughs> up from 1130 to one 30, uh, probably majority of that time spent on screen time, reading stuff or, or whatever. And then, um, yeah, and then when I went back to sleep, and then I just I wake up and I just feel I had I just don't feel like I had had a great sleep. That's no good. Okay, so it's New Year's Eve. What do you guys do for New Year's Eve? Well, we have our we have our kids every other year because every other year they're with their dad. So this is our on year, which is great. Um, so we are, we're just hanging out with the kids. We've, sometimes we go, when we lived, um, where we were before, we used to have our neighbors come over because they have kids that are the same age. And so we would have a great, a great time. Now we've moved. So we're kind of trying to get everything back on track. But, um, so this year I think we're just, I have mass tonight because it's for Catholics. It's still Sunday. It's still, it's, it's, uh, oh, yeah. I don't even know what day. Yeah, so I know <laughs> it's Sunday. I, just. Yesterday, me, it's still Sunday. Yeah, so yesterday it, it kind of hit me that oh, this is it's not it's not just New Year's Eve, but it's actually Sunday. So we have mass. Um, so I have a mass that I played piano for um, at six o'clock tonight. So that kind of cuts things in half. But go hang out with the friends that we normally spend midnight with, and then um, I'm gonna go to mass, and we're gonna come back and. Just hang out and chill and relax, which is which that will be nice. Good. Yeah, Spike, what are you doing? Um, just hanging with some friends. Um, nothing, nothing major. And I definitely don't like um, you know making it a long night for uh, New Year's Eve, just because you know, like I don't know. I just don't like ringing in the new year with a hangover oh, or anything so like that. Late. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> you know, then so late so um yeah i'm hoping that i could even stay up uh you know but you know it's a hey. good like symbolic thing you know hey new year and then boom so we're noise. really lucky here in central standard time that we get to see the ball drop at like 10 o'clock <laughs> oh you do you. So oh, that's I'm like, great oh, guys ball dropped time for bed <laughs> so what are you so doing jess mom we yeah we we stay home we play board games that's our thing and watch the ball drop on tv at 10 o'clock until my kids figure it out and then we have to watch the other one and i sit on the couch oh, when it be 11 o'clock for you though 
No, there's. Oh, crap. I don't know. You guys. Yeah, I would think it would be. Yeah, she does have issues with time zoom. I guess. um, I think there's something on Netflix, though. Last year, there was like a kids version. Kids version. Okay. That's great. I just feel like disappointed when it's 10 o'clock and you have an hour left to stay <laughs> I'm zoned delay kicked in again. Or if I so more importantly then, what do you do your first day of the new year? So I'm actually have- going to work. <laughs> um, I already, I did. There's I, the Jess we know and love. Know. There you go, Jess. Way to work get right into it. No, you guys. So I did, I worked all day on Friday um, and it was like, it was slow going at first. Like I spent the first hour just like clearing out junk mail in my email inbox because that felt like something I could handle. But then like the past two weeks before break, like things just piled up. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I, I spent an hour just finding my desk, getting things sorted and organized and mm-hmm. um, it felt really good. I cleaned out some things that needed cleaning out. Um, I haven't gone anywhere that I haven't been able to access my email because for you, I think it's a little bit different because you didn't have service for, on oh, your device. Yeah. So I've been checking mine. Um, mm. I've been checking mine all week and just kind of just here and there, you know, trying to keep it somewhat. Yeah, I haven't been checking mine at home other than being at work. I took my my email off my my personal phone, so I have to yeah. really like force myself to get on the laptop and do all that. But I, I did it once um, over over the break and I probably will do it either today or tomorrow. And then just, just to, like my goal is to get to inbox zero and I, I think I have about 30 or 40, you know, um, emails that I need to, to address. They're just sitting there in my inbox. But um, yeah, I want to, you know, like I, I'll definitely go for like a hike or something tomorrow. I like to do something um, like that. It started when I was, when I was in, um, I, I did a winter semester abroad in England and I got a chance to, I don't know what it was. It was just like, just kind of, we didn't have anything going on that day. And I just like took this long walk on New Year's Day and I really love doing that. So I definitely must be do above something zero like there. that. Uh, yeah, we're like 17 right now. That um, would sound you, great. Yeah, seventeen is great. Um, I was just looking at the weather today too. But yesterday it was it was snowing. It was really cool on the hike that I went on. Um, so peaceful and quiet. And then um, and then later on, I took my kids to see. Have you guys seen Jumanji? No, but it's on my wish list. I I would recommend it. I was. I, Have you, you know, played Jumanji, the game? Have you played? I don't it? think I. Well, no, because I'm I'm afraid that I will go into the game and then yeah, I'll be there for so 20 years. Yeah, so my youngest got it for Christmas. It is the weirdest game, I just have to say. It's just weird. Like, I had to read the directions, like, over and over. And then as we got to each step, I would reread it and be like, what? <laughs> it's just weird. I mean, it's fun, but. And yeah, it, it doesn't was... last as long as Monopoly. Right. So that's oh, a... so it's a board game? It's a, yeah, it's a board game. Okay. And. I mean, we didn't end up wherever you're afraid of happening, Spike. I mean, right. a rhino got in my way, but. He <laughs> <laughs> sat right on the board. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, I was actually impressed by it. I thought it was cute. And um, we ended up seeing the 3D one just because it was the, the timing. And uh, none of the kids really wanted to see it. But it wasn't like, like 
I don't know. It wasn't like crazy 3D where you come out like with a headache or something like that. Like it was, oh, yeah, it was well done. Sense. Yeah, it was funny, and um, and I thought they did a good job with it. Isn't that the second time they did it? Didn't they do it in the nineties with yeah, Robin Williams? Yeah, Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they kind of like they started the movie out, and it's set in like nineteen ninety six. So it was pretty funny to see like oh. this kid's bedroom and like the things that they were doing in nineteen ninety six. Because it's like, oh, I remember that too well. <laughs> awesome. You're funny. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so what are some game plans for 2018 now that we're, you know, the, the new year is upon us? Do so you guys have any New Year's resolutions or is there oh. anything? Yeah, I was going to ask you guys that. Do you make New Year's resolutions? I have in the past. I have in the past too, but I don't. I just try to kind of, that whole, <clears throat> that whole one word thing that's going around. I, I like that idea. I yeah. I, I've never jumped on the one word. I can't, I don't know. I can't focus. Can I get 26 words? Like, to eat better or, to, you know, to, yeah. you know, whatever. But those are things I don't, normally if, if it's something that I want to do, I don't wait till January 1st to yeah, do it. Yeah, me too. I just like tweak right. my goals. Yeah. And so if, if you're not waiting until January 1st, is it really a New Year's resolution? And then, you know, how do you count how long you've actually done it? It just, it's. It's hard. I don't know. I, no, but I've had I've had some New Year's resolutions that actually worked. You did your you blogging know? for a year. I did my blogging for a year. That came out of one. That I did awesome. like a like a weight loss thing one time that worked. I did a marathon one year. Um, so yeah, I think sometimes like it can give you you know like focus and you know something to go into the new year. But you're right. I love seeing those like. There's memes that are out there like, uh, it's it's New Year's Day or it's New Year's now. Let's see all the people that are gonna be like changing their lives. I think the two places, the two places that like have the most people for the first two weeks of the year that I've heard um is the gym uh -huh. and church. Oh, that would make mm. sense. And then it then it then it dies off. Right. Two weeks is about it. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think mean, I think if you're if you make like smaller goals and you make um you know like you said like you kind of tweak things you, you can yeah. do that mm -hmm. or like you can look at it like some people and say like, oh it's just another day yeah. yeah there are things that I want like I want to do more of in the new year but it's not something that's going to change tomorrow yeah well yeah. I think the other thing that they say too about you know making or setting goals and making goals is that if you talk to people about it and if you write about it, then it makes yourself more accountable. So I do look at the people who are out there, like say on Facebook or whatever, like I'm gonna, you know, do this, this, and this this year or whatever. Like, yeah, you can just like kind of look at them, like kind of like, yeah, we'll see how that works. But the other thing is like, I think what they're trying to do is put it out there for like their accountability. Own, yeah, their own accountability. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. So one of mine that I'm tweaking is just, you know, focusing on, on balance and not being a complete workaholic, you know, even though I just said I went to work on Friday and I'm going to work tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> but, but being able to shut off my work brain when I'm home, you know, so continuing to do the things that we've talked about, you know, email not on my phone, whatever. Um, but 
uh, and I won't get into all the details, but I will share a, a new podcast um, that I am loving, just devouring. It's Lead to Win with Michael Hyatt. And I just listened to episode four called How to Beat the Burnout Culture. And I feel like he was speaking directly to me. And he talked about like how you, you have to, um, you know, shut off work and do other things for yourself. And um, he even talked about, um, you know, when you read on the weekends, not to read books in your profession. Mm -hmm. And I was mm -hmm. like, what? That's when I read the most. So I, I am going to challenge that, that one. Um, I'm going to challenge myself to read for pleasure and other things on the weekends. That's just one little tiny goal that I've made because that, that challenged my thinking. I don't know yeah, if I'm going to be able to do it though. Like I'm just admitting I, that right now. I think we've talked about this before and I was talking with uh, Jethro, Jethro Jones the other day about it where like the problem with the things that we're into like leadership and you know, social media and all that other kind of stuff is that, yeah, it does blend your work into like things that are interesting. You know what I mean? Like if that's why I think it's harder for us to shut things yeah. off. Cause it, it is a, it is a passion when you add in, um, you know, blogging about it or right. You but, guys, you know, one thing I haven't done over break, I have not been on Twitter and I have like a bajillion notifications. I just opened it up for the first time. Sorry to my PLN if you've been tweeting to me. Okay, sorry. It's that not a bad okay. thing, though. You know, it's it, when you're when I was teaching music and I was doing like, so I was teaching music all day and then I would go at night and I would either have rehearsal for a group of church or I was running the teen choir or, and I thought by doing other things that that I enjoyed, it would be better but what ended up happening was i was teaching and doing something musical all the time mm -hmm. and the burnout was outrageous because i didn't want to do i didn't want to do anything like i didn't want right. to well i didn't want to touch the piano and that was that was so not like me and it's a it's a horrible feeling because then you kind of get this well am i interested in anything else <laughs> is there anything else that i can do I'm, I'm somebody that likes to keep busy and it's not necessarily like just busy. Sometimes it is busy to be busy, but it's just doing some, I love to be doing something and to be like producing things Right. and playing the piano was great. But when that, when that's all you do and I feel like I, I, I we all, we are all people who love to learn. And so we're at work all day and we're, we're reading our books and we're, and the books are about learning because it's like Spike just said, it's a, it's a passion, it's an interest, but you've got to find, we have to find something else so that there's somewhat of a break because at some point that's going to become, you will get burned out and that burnout is horrible because you can't leave it. Yeah. Right. You well, can't not I, go to work. Hey, I, I went through a whole year about, it. I mean, it totally did burn out. I think, What's really helped me out, though, um, and getting reinvigorated is that it's I'm way more mindful of the things that I'm. Oh, it's it's purposeful, it's intentional. And um, I think if you if you enter it with with that space, then um, I think you, you can accomplish that and not and not have burnout. Oh, the other thing I forgot to tell you in later on in January, 
uh, I'm going to a conference and I don't know if I told you this last week or not, but I um, remember when we talked to Valerie Brown and Kirsten oh, yeah. Olson. She's yeah. Yeah. She's going to be at this conference. So I'm so excited to, to talk with them and to, you know, kind of just meet them in person and stuff like that and talk about like how much impact like the mindful school leader had on us and our, our you know, our podcast and our book and everything like that. So, um, but yeah, I just, I keep thinking about that. Like, cause I don't think this stuff is going away. You know what I mean? Like blogging and tweeting and, you know, you know, full-time job and all these other things, it's not going away. So it's like, okay, so how do you, like you said, Jess, like, how do you balance it? And then also mindfully, right? So it's okay to do it. Um, but it has to be, you know, w with, with some sort of mindful purpose. And that's kind of what I'm looking for too. Like, how do I, you know, how do I bring that into, um, you know, what it is that I'm, that I'm trying to do and, and, and help other people with, because it, I think it's a, such a trap to get sucked into, you know, mm -hmm. and, and if you don't enjoy it anymore, then yeah, you definitely should take a break. But I'm, you know, like, I, I think about it, like, I, I actually, I really do enjoy it. You know, I enjoy going to, like, to try something new, and then blogging about it to talk about it. So mm -hmm. that's, that's what we're looking at here for 2018. So and the other thing that I want to say also for accountability is that I'm excited that we'll be podcasting more and frequently in 2018. And and get out there and, and start maybe having some guests on and, and talking about the things that are impacting principles. Um, because I think it's been, uh, you know, it's like one of those things where you get messages like, right, like, hey, this is cool. And people are, you know, are happy uh, and, and they're getting something out of the podcast, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. Like, Teresa, you should share that voice memo. Oh, I should. I don't know if it you know what I'll do is I will I'll add it in the podcast. Oh, you're I'll such put a it in wizard. later. <laughs> She's such a wizard with yeah, this stuff. Hold it up to the computer. <laughs> yeah, that's what we would have done. Can you hear this, but people? It, it doesn't sound good. It sounds like but a yeah, paper it's not going to sound good. So but I'll she's put it. She's going to grab that, right? Yeah, Somehow I will like, grab it. Yeah, and she'll edit out this chatter about it. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it might be funnier just to keep it in. <laughs> To these losers. Yeah, Chris Nessie sent us a really nice <laughs> sent us a really nice um, voice memo. We like we'll get you get people who who send tweets, which is awesome, and we love hearing every single one of them. But it is nice right. to get a you know a, a voice a voice message and take the time out and say. I mean, they're all taking time out to say thank you, but um, it was exciting. So thank you everybody who's who has embraced our our return with such open arms and enthusiasm. Hey, Teresa. Almost Happy New Year. Just wanted to send some audio feedback and let you and Spike and Jess know that I listened to the most recent two episodes and I really enjoyed the conversation. And I am so glad that you guys are back. So glad, so happy, and I can't wait to see what comes out next. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. So, um, Jessica, I know that you've had a lot of questions about this. I will be posting a blog later on today about my float experience just so that you could like, <laughs> like really, you know, get a little bit more information. And I'm telling you, you're going to run into people who are, are floating. I, I can see it happening. I, okay. <laughs> I, all right. I think I'd rather go with the paper bag. <laughs> 
Oh, man. So I think we've randomly talked enough to maybe end this. All right. Well, with every, uh, what were they going to say? Every beginning, there's an ending. And so this is our last one in 2017. And we're looking forward to many more in 2018. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Coffee cheers. Coffee cheers. Clink, clink. Coffee cheers. Clink, clink. (laughs) Principal PLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com B-E.